This episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 Central, at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Right, guys here we are week 12 we're live we're on we're on facebook we're on twitch uh we are back to doing the uh normal live broadcast like we've done for you in the past we are not in the same place at this time this time around um but hopefully y'all did enjoy that episode last week i think we had uh our, our christmas episode was a ton of fun it was great getting together with these guys and uh i think everybody on the facebook live feed had a bunch of fun with that as well um so why not go, go ahead and jump into it? This is going to be our New Year's episode. So uh, jumping into the New Year's with uh, with the Tailgate Talks crew. Hopefully y'all have enjoyed the ride so far with us. This is uh, month month three. Uh, yep. Month three of of of, uh, of uh, podcasting. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it just as much as I am. Um. So uh, we do want to kind of talk a little bit. Uh, we're going to bring up the the Twitter. This is uh, at tailgate underscore talks on Twitter. Um, again, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And myself, you can find me at Blanco, where the L is a one. Uh, we do kind of want to give a little reminder out there to everybody that uh, if you are joining us on the shot bets or if you're joining us on the voting on Instagram or Twitter, whatever it is, um, go ahead and post your videos. We do have our shirts done. Uh, Brooks, I think, is sporting one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so if you're watching on the live feed, you can see tailgate crashes at the bottom there. You, you can get your own shirt. So um, we're going to be doing this, I believe. We can we can probably start doing it by next week. We'll kick off the new year with, with a couple of giveaways. Um, yeah. And... Uh, the the we'll probably do we, I think we we'll, we'll we'll talk more uh, amongst ourselves we'll figure out what we're gonna do um, make sure that you're going on to the onto uh, if you're using um, what is it iTunes sorry if you're using iTunes uh, go ahead and give us a five star review go ahead and uh, uh, or sorry five star review go ahead and write in a review for us and screenshot that to us and uh, that'll automatically enter you for for next week's drawing I think what we'll, we'll I think that's what we're kind of gonna kind of promote first for the for the pullings or for the drawings unless we get like a really good shot bet video i think that might kind of pull itself ahead right um yeah. we'll look into it but next week i think is where we can start kind of looking at, at, at sending sending a couple shirts out to people um, yeah we already we probably already have like two or three people who are on the list to get one mm-hmm. um and so to roger and jillian <laughs> y'all probably don't have to uh you know, keep doing your videos and everything like that, but uh, we'll, we'll, we got to choose some other people for those things. <laughs> you still got to throw us a shot bet video. I still want to see. Yeah, it. you still got to do those. Roger. Dustin, you're on mute. <laughs> and Jillian, I see you with the yas. Uh, all right. Uh, last part that I want to bring up is uh, tailgate talks pod at gmail.com is our email. So send us, 
thoughts, questions, any suggestions that you have for us, anything you'd prefer us to be doing on the show. Um, I know my sister was telling me earlier, or yesterday, just yesterday, uh, her roommate, the one that I was telling y'all about that was a big Oregon fan. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to, he was wanting to kind of write into the show and give us some tips and, uh, and so, some info to talk about, about the, the pac 12 a little bit, or maybe bring up some, some Oregon cool. talk. I was like, cool. Have him email yeah. us. I mean, it, literally we don't know much about pac 12 football. And so it's kind of hard. I was telling her this, uh, that it's hard for us to commentate or give valid opinions on, on programs that we don't follow. So if he's got something for us, uh, send it our way. I mean, uh, we, we'd love to expand a bit, you know? Yeah. Well, I can bull bleep my way through the pack 12 if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, I know nothing. I, I, I know the programs. I know the tendencies. I know the best teams, but I, I don't know a single head coach. I don't know a single quarterback. I don't know a single run. Like, I don't know anything about the pack. Anyways. Uh, so yeah, if you have stuff that'll help us grow or help us kind of, uh, expand our audience or help, or even help, uh, help create more of an interest to you, shoot us an email again. That's at tailgate talks pod at gmail.com. Um, so, uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Hopefully you guys had a good Christmas. Uh, I know I had a ton of fun with mine. Uh, obviously it was great going up there, seeing you guys, seeing, seeing, uh, seeing the girlfriend visiting Lubbock. I haven't been in a while. Um, let's go ahead and move on. We're going to go ahead and jump into tailgate talks club red. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh text tech basketball. It's not going to take up a chunk of the show, but, uh, we just want to kind of, kind of catch everybody up to where we're at with it, how the program's doing and a couple of the games coming up. So this is tailgate talks club red. <laughs> And here we go. Okay, so Texas Tech basketball. Um, it looked very good uh, this past week uh, against Incarnate Word. Again, uh, I, I, Incarnate Word is not really a, a school that you want to kind of base your season around. But it's good to kind of continue to see the tendencies of the team going in a positive direction. And so you kind of you kind of like that that aspect of it. It's like again, little tournament implications, little Big Twelve implications. Me and Brooks were kind of hanging out talking for a little bit, and the Big Twelve this year is stacked. Uh, Texas Tech at thirteen is the fifth ranked team in the Big Twelve. The rest are all in the top ten, or the yep. other four. It, it's insane how stacked the yeah. Big Twelve is this year. The top of the Big Twelve is probably better than it's ever been. It's insane. Yeah. It's not insane. as packed top to bottom, but yeah, the top is so up there. We were looking at literally all the conferences, every single one of them. Big 12 has the most top 15 by far. And yeah. so uh, it, it gives a lot of, uh, I guess if you want to call it validity to, to the wins that we do get over those big 12 teams. So hopefully we can crush out some more wins and end up with that second spot, but it's looking harder and harder every week with uh, with how good the other programs are looking. Um, so let's go ahead and review. Uh, I didn't get to catch this Incarnate Word game. I, I knew it was going to be a win. I wasn't too worried about it. I just kind of wanted to see the final score, see who put up what what, what points, rebounds. I, I wanted to see who was doing what, really. Um, Brooks, did you, did you you got to catch this game, didn't you? Yeah, I, I guess I was the only one that really yeah. got to watch this one for uh, start to finish. Um, so, so what did you see, man? 
Yeah, my main takeaway off this one is Kevin McCuller is back, and that's pretty much the main thing from this game. He came in and he gave you pretty solid minutes. Mm -hmm. He scored 11 points. Um, He was very efficient, uh, got to the rim. He's He just does things that you might not necessarily notice in the box score, but he's moving around a lot. The offense looked a lot more fluid when he was on the court. He crashes the boards hard. He plays smart defense. Uh, He's long and lengthy. His arms, he's got a long wingspan, so he can guard multiple positions. So he looked really good in his game back. Um, Other than that, I mean, you didn't do very good at the free throw line again. Um, We did have a lot of turnovers. This probably should have been a bigger blowout than it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had several fast break opportunities at the beginning of the game we couldn't capitalize on. Uh, Our offense definitely sputtered at moments in the game like usual. We couldn't hit a three to save our lives once again. So the same glaring issues you've had on offense poked its head again. But, you know, luckily you're playing incarnate words, so you're still going to beat them by a lot. But I don't know. For uh, a midweek game during the break, it's about what you want to see. But I could have used some better shooting, some better offensive flow and all of that, I think. But, you know, and we fouled a lot, too. We were Did we? making some dumb, dumb-ass fouls. Uh, yeah, especially... I agree with you, man. It was good to see McCuller. Besides that, nothing else is much different. But, but look at the spread, though. So you remember how last week we, were, we went on a long rant about this, that there, there was two people putting up points in Shannon and McClung, which let's just say they kind of fell flat this last game. Uh, with eight and five, but the biggest point was if they were to go fall flat, we needed the rest of the team to step up and look how even this is almost a thing of beauty. Look, look at this. Mm-hmm. Literally everybody, but one person put up points on the board. Yeah, that is a plus. That's huge. And, and Santos Silva here, 17 minutes, 11 points. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's that's a big thing that I wanted to see out of him is get that six to ten point range and just put something on the board, just contribute a little bit, because that's whenever you need, uh, whenever you're playing those harder teams, if your big man can go get up get up there and get a rebound and get an easy two points off the off the backboard or something, uh, yeah, he's got to make those because he's terrible at free throws, man. He <laughs> is rough watching him on the free throw line. Uh, that's for sure. So he better capitalize when he gets the opportunity because the hack of Silva thing could be. Uh, My, it, it could be. It could be some uh, potential there. But look at how, uh, that's a gorgeous point spread. Like across the board, you got everybody contributing into points, and we scored eighty. Like when was the last time we scored eighty points? Except for earlier this that, year. Except for that hundred point <laughs> bomb, where 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 Dustin had a corn dog. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, it, you like the you like the spread of it. Uh, everybody, you know, pitching in. Um, yeah. Kyler, Kyler hit a couple threes, so it was nice to see him kind of get a consistent stroke back. But I mean, you still want to see Mac and Shannon go for a little more than they did. But I think I think um, that's that's kind of the summary of this game is the rest of the team stepped up while Shannon and McClung were kind of uh, falling a little flat as far as uh, high yeah. point uh, output. Um, McClung still makes plays, though. He had a yeah, lot of really good passes. It's It's been encouraging yeah. to just see him doing a little bit of everything. 
Plus, we had a di- so was that his dad that liked that tweet from us? That was McCullers. Yeah, yeah it was Kevin McCullers. Oh, McCullers dad. That's what I was. Okay, but still cool. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. We, for those of you who didn't see, we we just tweeted out that the main takeaway was Kevin McCullers was back and it was good mm-hmm. to see him and his his dad liked the tweet. So that was cool. That was cool. We're we're we're, we're famous guys. We're famous. Um, so I think that's kind of it, really, for Incarnate Word. Uh, that. The next part that we need to look at for for Texas Tech basketball coming up that we need to look at. Oh wait, let's see. Hold on. Are we not going to mention Coach Adams going toe to toe with a bear? Whoa. What? With a what? bear. What he is that? A bear at the end of the game. What happened? Jackie They had somebody dress up as a bear and come out fine. They're kind of like promoting the game like Jackie Moon. That's yeah. fantastic. So somebody actually did dress up as a bear and went <laughs> and boxed. And- uh, I like it. All Mark right. Adams, you know, he took his time, but after he felt it out, he he went after the bear and knocked him out. Nice. It's like, it's like that that video that was it the the guy uh, rescuing his dog from a kangaroo. He kind of squares him up. <laughs> I love. I love yeah. Well, the video. the bear didn't really throw many shots that landed. I'll say that <laughs> it was it was kind of a weak attempt from the bear, but uh, Coach Adams does have boxing history, so he was able to uh, take him down. I'd like to, I need to find this video at some point here. Um, so we're looking ahead at the schedule. I think we kind of lucked out a little bit as far as the opening of this schedule. I'm looking at it right now and we have Oklahoma state, then Kansas state, then Iowa state. And all three of those are in the, are in the bottom of our conference or in that bottom half of our conference. So we get a little bit of a big 12 warm up instead of jumping right into heavy swingers again. I think I'm liking this. I'm looking this, and it's a good setup. Then we jump into a big rivalry game a little bit here with the with the with UT, which I think is always a fun game to watch in between Texas Tech and UT every year. Uh, and then after that, Baylor. I'm liking this three game spread here in between though as a buffer going into the Big Twelve. Um, so looking at these games ahead, Dustin, what are you thinking here? Oklahoma State, Kansas, Kansas State. Uh, how are you feeling about uh, about Tech basketball going into these two games? Yeah, good point about the stretch of these three games because we need to go 3-0 and in these next three games mm-hmm. going into some really tough games against the top of the Big 12. But Oklahoma State has the best high school recruit going to college this year at their school, and they have a good coach. So, I mean, it's not going to be an easy win, but we should pull that one out solid. Mm-hmm. Kansas State hasn't looked good this year, I don't think. Um, and Iowa State's down, so hopefully we can just take care of business, um, get McCuller and those guys meshing together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a big key to our kind of our glue to how far we can go this year. I think how far Kevin McCuller takes us and brings everybody along is how far this team can go. Big offensive yep. powerhouse output as we're getting from him. Um, Brooks, uh, uh, opinions on these on these opening three, four games that we have. I mean, you can even but we'll hold off on the Texas talk, I guess, for now. But how you feeling about this opening with uh, with OK State and uh, K State? Yeah, um, I'm happy these games are at home. It's mm-hmm. uh, like Dustin said, these next three you need to win. You're yeah. going to be favorited in every single one of them. Um, getting a dub against Oklahoma state on Saturday is the first thing. And you got the best player in the country, probably coming in the future number one overall pick. So that's always a big deal. Yeah. Um, so you never know what he's going to provide, but you know, you hope to see your offense kind of 
maybe stabilize a little bit, get more consistent inputs from everybody, um, not go long stretches without scoring. Um, if you can start to do that over these next two games heading into Iowa State, uh, I'll feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. A Big 12 road game is always a tough one, so you got to get these two wins at home, yep. and then we'll shift our focus to uh, this next slate of games, which looks to be pretty uh, tough. <laughs> I think it's good, and I think I think uh, with McCullough coming back, we're going to have more more offensive output as it, as it showed, I and and that's kind of the end where we've been lacking our defense again. Uh, almost dropped sub fifty points, which is phenomenal defense. I'll take it on that last game. Um, yeah, and it it should have been better because you're fouling and put them putting them at the free throw line. Yeah, um, but yeah, McCuller can be that third guy that scores consistently for you. I think mm-hmm. you know we we keep looking at the hey we got Mac and Shannon. McCuller can be that third guy who's in the double digits. Yeah, and I and he was. I mean, he did he come yeah. off the bench and scored? Yeah, 10? he came off. He came off yeah. with about 12 minutes into the first half or That's at the 12 minute mark. Game. Came in and it was easy for him, and he got Good. got to the rim, got some putbacks, hit a nice little jumper, so um, made his free throw. <laughs> uh, so it looked good for him. He he's think, definitely think, can provide that spark. I think it's very inspiring, honestly. Uh, that 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 him coming back and having such a positive comeback in in an instant, what felt like a good, really good offensive mesh. Honestly, the eighty points is good. Uh, that, that's a great game for anybody's take in, in college basketball. Um, so cool. I think we, I think we got a, we got a good, uh, next couple of weeks ahead of us. Uh, I'm hoping that they end up well for tech and, uh, hopefully if we end up sweeping those three, it, it propels us into the top 10. Obviously that doesn't really matter at this point. We're just kind of trying to find our way into the tournament and find, uh, find our way as a team to get a little bit more points. Defensive end of the ball, we're doing very well, but, uh, we need to kind of reel in, uh, as Brooks was just saying with the fouling. Uh, that that can kind of hurt us in the long run because we don't need our top players in foul trouble too early on. Um, so cool. Uh, so last last part we do want to talk talk about a little bit here on on Club Red is the uh, is kind of a look ahead for Texas Tech sports or athletics. Um. Uh, what what are you what are you looking forward to on this Brooks? I guess in the in this next coming year. We got a new OC. Uh, Texas Tech basketball is looking really good. We have baseball coming right around the corner pretty soon. Um, what What do you want out of twenty twenty one to make up for this? Uh, I'll, I'll say it, shitty twenty twenty. Yeah, uh, we kind of meant for this to look like uh, our twenty twenty one resolutions for Tech Sports, right? Mm. So, um, I, I can give one, Dustin, if you want to give one after I do, and we could kind of go back and forth with that. Um, my first one is I'm going to go to the football program and tech fans with the football program. I'm going to say our New Year's resolution is to quit looking back we did and look, look back. forward. <laughs> we keep looking back. Okay. Quit looking back in the 10-year past where Mike Leach was the coach here. Mm. All right. We got to move forward. I'm convinced that we will not be a successful football program until Leach – doesn't get mentioned every time something goes wrong. We've got to look forward. We've got to look ahead. We're not going back there. We've got a new path in front of us. Let's look forward with it, all right? We've got Sonny Cumbie here. Um, we've got Baron Morton coming in. Let's try to look to the future. 
And let's not always go back to our ex every single time something goes wrong. All right. We get it. We get it. That's all we do. We don't remember all the bad times with our ex. You you know, whenever you're you're kind of sad and lonely and, and uh, you're having a bad time, you think about the good times you had with your ex. Quit texting Mike Leach. I miss you. Okay, quit. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, that's a good resolution. That's a good res- resolution for the Texas Tech football team. Uh, Dustin, do you, do you have one for for uh, Tech Athletics you want to put out? I'll stick with football like Brooks. I just want Tech fans to be positive and patient mm-hmm. like we have a new offensive coordinator let's let him do work yeah and let's stay positive going into the season and a few games in let's see how things go don't come into the season already saying well sucks let's get rid of him let's yeah. give him a chance and hope he does good and maybe bring that momentum let's not already have a toxic year going into some new offensive so stuff so many people so you know? many people had the noose ready yeah let's let's give them a chance and hope for hope for the best before we get negative on them yeah i like it um i don't really have a resolution uh, i think the best one i think was a was a somebody tweeted it i think that uh, uh to another year of of the me- best meat judging team in the nation oh yeah yeah. They'll pull that out. They're they're set. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I was just a little worried they can't go twenty one for twenty one. Um, I've also got there. I've got a, a couple. I'm just gonna throw out there. Um, the this one's kind of for this one's kind of for all the programs. It's to finish strong. We've had a lot of games over the last couple of years where we could have won them. Right? We've had one or two plays go our way and we win them. You make okay. those winning plays. Let's make those winning plays. Okay. <laughs> Finish the game strong. Come up with some dubs. You mm-hmm. feel a lot better about yourself at the end of the day. All right. So let's start finishing these games strong. Let's mm-hmm. not make dumb mistakes in the final minutes of a game. Yeah. Let's win. And then to follow up with that, stack success to our programs that are doing really good baseball, basketball, track. Yeah. Keep keep it going. Baseball, yeah. let's keep making a college world series. Let's oh, make it again man. this year. I'm so excited. Another about tournament that. run. They're success, looking good too. Success brings more success. Yeah. So let's keep stacking it, stacking it. We're doing good. I, honestly, I, I, realistically, I think football's our only, our only, our only uh, downside. I, I, I'm loving the rest of our our, our sports teams. Women's uh, are we doing have good. Some, uh, we have some uh, weak. We have some weak teams in there, but yeah, football's the definitely the most glaring. <laughs> yeah. Um. But cool. Uh, so, all right. Next resolution. You said you had a couple for us. Is that it? Uh, um, that that's pretty much it. Stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got I got like kind of tag on to Brooks's. Sure. So like basketball specifically. Yeah. Let's get back to kind of where we were leading to last year, and especially the two years before that. You know, make a deep run in the tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, let's make the second weekend. So Sweet mm-hmm. Sixteen. And then on top of that, let's build another great recruiting class. Yeah. Let's not back off yes. there. So you've seen it before, like these schools like Michigan, they'll pop up and be top five for like one or two years and they fall yeah. off really fast. So let's also roll that success into the recruiting class in the next year. Yeah. So then hopefully next year we're doing the same discussion of final four team and whatnot. Well, I, I think they're both they're the our our baseball and our basketball programs doing phenomenal in, in keeping the recruiting 
doing the using the farm systems, using the the uh, the the JUCO systems, and really, yeah. really doing a phenomenal job of keeping these programs top tier. Uh, what do you got, Brooks? As the great Bomani Jones would say, ABC always be crouting. <laughs> always be crouting. And then same thing for baseball. Hmm. Let's keep the train rolling of what we were doing the last few years and especially going into last year, oh. talking about national championship potential. Yep. So baseball's been crushing bring a lot of guys back. Yep. And hopefully we can just keep that train rolling, make it to Omaha and make a run. So keep that keep it rolling over on that side too. All in all, I think we got a great twenty twenty coming for Texas Tech. Basketball's gonna twenty twenty, sorry. Uh Wait, wait, Get that wait. 2020 out of your mouth. I know it's just it's been so toxic. I'm just I'm used to just ugh. um. So no, we have a great year coming ahead for Texas Tech sports. Uh, Texas Tech basketball is going to look, look like they're going to they're, they're looking strong. They should win a, a, at least a round or two into the tournament, and uh, anything beyond that would be phenomenal. Uh, baseball is looking good. Football is going to looking like it'll be better. Uh, me judging is still going to stay undefeated. There's a lot to look forward to in this next coming year. That, that's for sure. Um, all right, guys. I think we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to go ahead and recap our, our, our well, our, our one-shot bet game that we didn't cover last week. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Texas Tech-Oklahoma game last week uh, in basketball. And uh, we took our shots last week. So this week on the recap, we're just going to be mostly talking about the, the Titans-Packers game. And then uh, we'll recap where the totals are at. So this is uh, Tailgate Talks, uh, Shot Bets. We've been doing squats, body on the block, take off every top, time to pump it up, drink until we drop, then take another shot, we don't give a fuck, now take it from the top. So, um, I, I, as I mentioned, uh, the Texas Tech-Oklahoma game, we all ended up picking Texas Tech, but the, the, the point uh, bet there was uh, three points or two and a half? Two and a half. Two and a half. Points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they only ended up winning by two, so all three of us lost that bet. We all ended up taking shots on it. I'm pretty sure. I think we had like a good like 18 other people that picked Tech in that game as well. I don't think anybody ended up picking Oklahoma. So um, if you did end up picking Oklahoma on, or uh, Texas Tech on that one, send us send us in the videos. We'd love to see it. And again, uh, the t-shirts are done, so we are going to be working on getting those sent out to people and getting some some uh, some random shirt giveaways happening. If you're watching on the live stream. Is literally the shirt that Brooks has on right now. I think they look cool. The the a good black and red on a uh, red lettering with a with a black background it says tailgate crashes right at the bottom. So that they're they're cool. Um, so we're gonna jump into the game that we didn't get to talk about last week because it hadn't happened yet. Uh, the Titans and Packers, and uh, we talked a little bit about it uh, as far as what we're expecting out of the game. Um, you know, a lot of confidence from these two about the Titans. They're saying the best team, Tannehill, is looking too good, and that they're going to blow out Rodgers, and that uh, what what is it that Derrick Henry was going to run all over them because it was a game in the cold and nobody wants to stop him. And I was like, Nah, Rodgers is going to take this, and the, the the Packers in. Who was who was it that was with me? I forgot his name on the Trevor. Facebook. Trevor was with me 100% saying Packers all the way, and. I he bet think, his house. He gets to keep his house. I think forty to fourteen is all the way, Trevor. I think we. I think we crushed this bet. Um, I will. Brooks, I want. Go, I want to push ahead, back Brooks. on it. I didn't have all the confidence in the world because I originally took the Packers 
and then I switched over. Mm. It wasn't a confidence move on my part. So <laughs> I think Dustin was the one that you're mistaken that had the confidence. <laughs> I was lacking all of that. Uh, yeah, you were. You you made your pick kind of kind of uh, yeah. last minute swap. You're like, that's it. I'm going. I'm if going. I stuck, if I would have stuck with the opposite of my instincts, then I would have been fine. So. Sorry to Roger, man. Uh, I feel for you. You know, watching your team uh, ha- have, I guess, kind of a continued. Uh, how do you want to say it? Uh, like, like it, it, it's a it's a continued gap in Does... their in their in their game plan, which is as soon as they go down by by a score or two, and they have to throw the ball, then that's where you start seeing them have a really hard time winning games. Uh, Dustin, what was your take on this one, man? I don't know. Were they scared of the snow or what? Like they just didn't show up, and the yeah. Packers like got stronger in the snow. Yeah, so it was over quick. But of course, the Titans have Houston next week, so they're gonna look awesome again. <laughs> yeah, they are. Good God, dude! Oh, no, the Titans. That game kind of separated them from the rest of the top of mm-hmm. the AFC. Well, the the rest of the the, the playoff. Uh, contenders i think i think the the they'll still get their spot um but i think that that kind of separates them from the the people who really have a good shot at winning the super bowl but to the other side of things uh a lot of these games in the playoffs are played in dome stadiums or play or especially uh later on they try and uh they try and kind of promote that so if the titans do make it to the super bowl somehow let's say which They'd have to go through. Pre- one, they're eight. on the verge of not making it. Yeah. Two, they probably have to go through Pittsburgh, they, they'd have Buffalo, or Kansas City. Or Kansas City. Cold, cold, cold. All outside. Yeah. <laughs> so. Fuck. No, I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I don't see the Titans. I don't see the Titans going on a run on this one. They 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 have a rough schedule ahead of them. They got to play the wild card, or uh, the wild card weekend. Not the wild. I don't. Th- I think they're. Are they going to win? Yeah. The, the everybody South has or? to play the wild card weekend except for the Chiefs. Yeah. In the AFC. So. Uh, uh, who's, but who's, yeah. Who's winning in the AFC South? It's is it tied. the Colts or is it the Titans? Okay. Tied. It's tied. So it comes the, down to this. The weekend, Titans huh? have the Titans have the tiebreaker though. So yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna. All the Titans have to do is win. We'll jump into that a little bit here in a little bit here. Whenever we're uh, looking at our Week 17 preview. <laughs> But here's my shot to the last time that I take a shot uh, that I bet on the Titans in a shot bet. Yeah, I'm with you. Sorry, Roger. Oh. Freaking done with them. <laughs> it was it was a good bet, and and Dustin <sighs> Dustin made a it made a good argument about it. Like I I, I don't disagree with his take at all that it was cold yeah. weather and that no man in the entire NFL would want to stand in front of Derrick Henry. But the problem was the bane of the of the titans which is being down early what do you got bro uh before the game it was so beautiful i saw the snow on the ground and i was like oh i feel so great about this bet like <laughs> they're just gonna run the ball with derrick henry all day yeah. and we're gonna be all right and then you blinked and the packers were up 19 to nothing or yeah. whatever it was it was it was fast and uh, again i i hate to see it i'm a weird i'm a weird weird person i'm about to unfollow brooks now that's what, that's what that's what uh that's what Roger said. All right, <laughs> tell so. your team to win an important game. Yeah, <laughs> goodness, I'm a, I'm a I'll weird. I'm, on them I'm, twice and they let me down. I'm a weird fan. I, I like uh, again to, to the conversation me and you were were having Brooks earlier because like 
right now the 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 Florida and um, the the Florida versus OU game is going on, and Brooks is like, I I fucking hate OU. I don't want them to win. But if Florida hadn't said that shit about about well, well we're just playing a Big Twelve team and they're not anywhere near the level of the SEC comment, then I probably wouldn't be pulling for it. And I'm like, I want teams in my conference to win their non-conference games to add validity to the to the difficulty of my conference it's a weird mentality i don't understand why i feel this way i know it's my rival i know the titans that's are that my rival. sec mentality i i, I don't SEC get why mentality. i feel that way but like when i'm watching the titans not play the texans then i'm like you know what i mean i i, I hope they do well i hope they do well i i, I want to yeah. see them win and that way, whenever Bleep the Texans, em. whenever the Texans Bleep beat the Titans, then I'm like, oh yeah, we're better than all those teams they beat too. No, I don't Bleep know. I don't, it's a weird mentality. I don't You're know why I feel this division way. Division or conference? I hope you don't win a game. Bleep you. <laughs> Lose every game except the I, one you play against us. You God, want them to win the care. game they play against you? I mean, yeah, I messed that up. I messed that up. <laughs> It, it was a good Lose. sentiment. I, I got I got what you're trying to say. I got that. Part. I want my competitors to have success. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I like I said. I know I'm the weird one here. I know I am. That's me being the oddball here. So no, there's um, there's not there's people that support other Big Twelve teams. I just don't understand how you support the teams that you play every single year. I yeah. It's just uh, it, it, it it's it's a weird mentality. I don't know. All right, so. Um, this puts our shot shot bets at me owing five, Dustin owing four. He, he just took one. Uh, to Brooks took his one. Brooks took his one that he owed for the for the Titans game. So Dustin down to three, Brooks down to zero. Kelsey still owes us a shot. Yeah. Ashley, you still owe us a shot. So uh, feel free to pay off those debts at any time and send us in a video to at tailgate underscore talks on the Twitter. Okay. Do it. So uh, let's go ahead and move on. We're going to go ahead and jump into the uh, NFL cleanup. We're going to talk a little bit about last week's games. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this coming weeks of games, so we're not going to dabble on this for too long. Um, main things to look at is uh, Cowboys are still in it somehow. Um, I thought they were going to be going for a a, uh, a draft bid for uh, for a number one or number two pick. I thought that was going to be their goal this year. And then they started randomly winning games to end the season. Um, so, Dustin, take the helm. Cowboys, why and how are they still alive? And what are they hoping to get out of this? Like, the, I don't know. Ed, what, what do you think, man? Because Andy Dalton's good enough. <laughs> good, enough good enough. Enough. Mm-hmm. To keep them in games. And, you know, they're kind of playing decent now. Yeah. I still would have wished they would have just tanked it and went for a top five pick. Yep. But they can still get like a top ten pick, which matters a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up to Washington. They're playing like Taylor Heineke at quarterback. So Dallas can maybe win their game. I don't know. Okay. See, I'd still yeah, rather them lose and get a better pick. It's a big win, though. They, them beating Philadelphia by 20 points is a big win for them. That's, I mean, Philadelphia's trash. Yeah, yeah. but it's still a division game. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like. Yeah, I want to win that. those, but. Yeah. I don't care to win and make the playoffs and have a meaningless playoff game and lose 15 yeah. spots in the draft. Because that <laughs> your, your draft picks from top 10 to in the 20s, there's a big difference in those guys. Huge. 
Huge shoes. Um, you're getting a potential pro bowler or you're getting a guy who's either maybe a starter or he's probably I, a, like he's either starter or bust. Like, I think everybody, everybody that comes out of the draft is, is in that boat. Honestly, even number one picks have, have failed. Your, your top 10 guys, they're more likely to be a top more likely. Yeah. They're but more likely to be a pro bowler and a definite starter for five to 10 years. Uh, definitely help. This I think the draft is all still kind of a gamble. I, I don't know. Um, so we'll move on. Uh, Dustin, I guess you have a stat of the week about the Jets. The Jets. Okay, so uh, if y'all don't know, the Jets had the potential to take the number one draft pick, and they've tanked that chance by consecutively winning games back-to-back here. They beat uh, – who did they beat last week? Um, well, after they beat the Rams, they, beat the Rams. they, didn't, they didn't have a chance because the Jaguars weren't going to lose again, and the Jaguars – had the advantage on the overall one pick. So winning this week really. It didn't change it after the winning last week. It didn't matter. But the fact that they beat the Browns right after that. And I think I tweeted to to one of you. I was like, did somehow the Jets jet and the, the, the Browns Brown at the same time. And then uh, somebody corrected me, but I thought they both kind of pulled off classic Browns of losing right at the end of the season when everybody has hopes or any kind of thought and then Jets just kind of messing up hopes of getting a number one draft pick, but yet still beating somebody of importance, quote unquote. Well, the I, Browns I, were dumb and they had all their receivers out with COVID or contact. And then they threw the ball like 50 times. Like, yeah. What are you doing? You're one of the best running teams and have two Pro Bowl yeah. running backs. And then you, and you have nobody's at wide receiver and you went and threw the ball. Like, uh, what are you doing? So, all right, yeah. Dustin, stat of the week. So, yeah, the Jets are on a two-game winning streak. Right. More important, Frank Gore is now the third-leading rusher in NFL history with 16,000 yards. Oh, respect. Frank the Tank. Respect for the Tank. Emmitt Smith, Walter Payton, Frank Gore. That's a respect to that, though, because he's done it with some shitty teams. He's basically been running our whole lives, guys. <laughs> he sticks around for like two more years. We could have yes. and Frank Gore Jr. in the league. Yeah. Oh, no way. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. His son's at a U- UCF or something like that. You um, know, I, I, Frank Gore will take his son's job for sure. Oh yeah, his, his son will get his son will get nicked up, like twist an ankle or something. Then Frank Gore will, will come like, in and come in and start running it. That'd be yep. phenomenal. Never get that oh, job, man. Twelve carries for fifty-four yards and a touchdown. The yep. Frank Gore special. Yeah, congrats, uh, Frank Gore. Sixteen thousand. That's, uh, that's good, dude. Respect to that man. That's, hey, if that I, happens. We could have Frank Gore and Frank Gore Jr. in, and we could have LeBron and LeBron James Jr. Yes. At the same time. That'd be cool. See, hold on. Tex-Mex, that's your own fault. He said, yet he can't put up more than five fantasy points a week. You don't pick Frank Gore for fantasy. No. No, no, no. That was like 49ers Frank Gore for fantasy. Yeah, that was a – He retired from fantasy relevancy like five years ago. (laughs) That's on you for having him. Yeah, you you shouldn't have picked him or played him. That's your own – he's just been here a long time. He basically Brett Favre the run game. Yeah. That's what he did. That's what he did. He played for so long that he broke all the records. Um, All right. Good stat. Respect for Frank Gore. Uh, love the longevity in a very hard position to be. Yeah, or that's have the longevity. Yeah. 
Um, nah, mad respect. Love it. I love it. It's Every second. All right. Then we got, uh, what, we got Fitz Magic? Where we got that? some Fitz Magic in the oh, air. Oh, Miami Fitz. coming in clutch, beating Derek Carr and the Vegas Raiders. Look at that by one point. I didn't even notice this game. Oh, so did Miami's you not see in contention the end of this now. game? No, no, no. I missed it. Dude, this was the wildest. This was probably the wildest game of the NFL weekend, I think. And it was, what, Friday night or, yeah, or Saturday. It was Saturday night. So the game's, like, boring for the most part, right? It's yeah, yeah. boring, boring, boring. I didn't watch Who was not doing anything. Derek Carr was – or uh, Marcus Mariota had started for the Raiders. He wasn't doing anything. So both teams pull their starting quarterbacks. Fitzmagic comes in. Derek Carr comes in. And all of a sudden, there's just a f- scoring left and right down the end of the game. Yeah. Dolphins think they got it won. I see it. Then the Raiders go down the field, kick a field goal to take the lead with 19 seconds left, <laughs> giving Fist Magic 19 seconds to make some magic. Well, he hits a deep bomb while getting his face mask ripped. Yes. Amazing. So a no-look throw, the guy catches it, add 15 yards to that, and they're in field goal range, and they kick a game-winning field goal. And now the Dolphins are alive and the Raiders are eliminated just like that. It went from like one team, oh, they've won it, to the other team, oh, they won it, back to the Dolphins winning it at the end. It was pretty wild. And now Uh, you got Brian Flores, the coach of Miami, saying two is going to start, but Fitzmagic could come in anytime. He's like our closer, our reliever. He's got that clutch factor to him, man. He's going to throw in Fitz and be like, all right, do something. He's been the only coach to figure out the Fitz magic thing. Cause it is, it comes in a bottle, right? Oh, I you know. only have so much of it. Once you're out of it, you're out of it. And he's like <laughs> saving as much as he can. He's like yeah. trying a little dose here, a little bit there. Yeah. Yo. Don't play him early when he might throw picks and stuff. Cause then you're yeah. out of the game. Put him uh, in like, yeah. just let him chunk it and see if he can get you back in it. It's just, you know, Fist Fitz Magic is, is 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 a drug, man. All right, it it, it can ruin your team, it can ruin your life, yeah. but you're Use gonna it have wisely. A, you're, you're gonna have a good time for a couple of weeks, guys. Oh, good God! All right, you can <laughs> that was find good. yourself that was a, on a three week bender. That's <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was a good take. All right, so I think that's gonna kind of summarize the 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 highlights of last week. Um. Dolphins in playoff contention now. Five and the ten and five. That's a good turnaround for them. They they weren't looking too hot the last couple of years. So good for them. That's exciting. Um. All right. So let's go ahead and look at the. We're 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 looking ahead at next week's games. Or, or sorry, this coming week's games. Um. First one that we need to take a look at. I think it has kind of the most direct impact is going to be our shot bet game of the week. It's going to be the Cowboys versus the Giants game. Um, big game for the Cowboys because I think if they win this, they're in. Uh, but, they need help. They, um, need, they need the football team to lose. Yeah, they, they need Washington to, to lose as well. Who's Is Washington playing? The winner uh, of the Cowboys-Giants play game the Eagles. is, the Eagles, is yeah. in line to take the – to win the NFC East if Washington loses. So, yeah, look, look at the timing on this. 12, 12 p.m. Sunday. Yeah. And they put uh, the, they we got, put we got Dallas and New York, so we can see if they win that game first, which it would be a very Dallas thing this year to lose that game. But I bet they win this one. And then uh, Washington versus Philly at 720 that night. 
This is going to be a fun day. This Sunday is going to be a lot of fun to watch football. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, that's going to be our shot bet game of the week, guys. It's going to be this Dallas the Dallas uh, Giants game. Dallas is only a three-point favorite, though, but this is at the Giants. Uh, so, um, that 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 makes it, what, I guess technically like a, like a six-point favorite kind of thing? I, I don't know if they're still taking into account home field advantage with COVID, but... Yeah, um, I don't know. But either I'm way... Bored. Um, I think Dallas is going to take this one. I think they're going to win. And I think, I think the, 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 the Jerry Jones and the Cowboys love a good story, if anything else. <laughs> and so I think they win this game and we're going to be waiting until, until 10 PM Sunday night to know if they're going to actually be in the playoffs or not. Um, Dustin, our, our resident Dallas guy, mm-hmm. um, what's your pick on this one? I don't know yet. Go to Brooks. I'm still teetering. What? Yeah, I'm going to hang the people in anticipation. I can't believe All right, Brooks. He's passing the mantle to you. Yeah, you took the Cowboys? I took the Cowboys on this one. I think that they, I think um, they're going to blow I think they're going to win this one by 7. Man, yeah, this one is tough cuz I could see the Cowboys doing that thing where they lose this one. Mm-mm. But they've they, their they offense it. has looked they love a story. Pretty good recently. Dalton's looking solid. They're good enough. I'm going to go Cowboys, too. Yeah! <laughs> that, that just... They, they, if, if there's any team in the, in the league that loves to, loves to just create drama, loves to make sales off the drama, it's Cowboys all day. So, like, what would be more dramatic than them winning this game and us waiting for an entire 10 hours... For, just for the football for the, team to win. Like, like that is the most dramatic possible thing here. So I, I'm I'm putting money on Dallas winning this game and winning it by about seven to ten points. Dang, you have a lot of faith. I I, I and, and and I despise the Cowboys. So like it's that's crazy. That's literally just a, a unbiased pick where I think that that's what they'll do just because of how much they love drama and Dalton's not looking horrible. Dustin, it's go time. This is your team. Where's the faith? You were, huh? <laughs> how, you, how much? Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Let's jump back. How much beef did I get for not picking the damn Rockets? But yet you can't well, pick. No, no, it's not. No, this is your team. Pick your team. Stand by your team. Or don't give me crap about the Rockets ever again. With your team. No. I literally have a team that's. Pick your team. Stand by your team. Or don't talk to me about the Rockets again. <laughs> You could have picked him, and you didn't. <laughs> so here's your opportunity. Prove me wrong. Do so you want to take? <laughs> I'm going to take your whole thought process on the whole like storyline and drama. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're building everybody up, and then they're just going to crumble. Oh, it's going to be a build up all the way until 9:20 p.m. Whenever, whenever the Washington, whenever Washington and Philly are like within a point of each other. All right, I'll go Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I don't have any faith in it, though. You don't. You have none. But yet, yeah, I have no faith in the Rockets this year. And, oh, no, I'm unfaithful Houston. All right. <laughs> so, um, all three of us are picking the Cowboys on this one. Uh, we, <laughs> will be, we will be posting the 
there's no confidence from either one of them on this. No, but um, if we lose, we all lose together. Yeah. We will be. We will be, guys. <laughs> Dustin gets to lose twice, too, because this is his team. So he loses the game oh. and the shot bet. Uh, so, all right, guys. So that's going to be our shot bet pick. Be, be on the lookout on Twitter and on Instagram to, to place your bets on that one. And uh, get your vote in. We'll, we'll be looking for those shot bet videos coming around. Uh, the rest of the games that we need to be kind of looking at, we were just talking about them. The Dolphins versus the Bills. Bills are looking really good to kind of uh, shoot their way in. They're on top of their division. They're looking really solid. But Miami really needs to win this game. And the Bills, I think they can afford to lose it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, they can. don't be surprised to see Buffalo lose this game, sit and rest their players for a week, or sit and rest some of their players for a week. I've seen I've seen New England and and, uh, and a lot of teams do this over the years that have success where they've already yeah, Ken- locked in their spot. Yeah, um, Kansas City's doing this. The Steelers are doing yeah. this. Yeah. So, so in all honesty, even though Buffalo Buffalo's only a one point favorite at home, that's well, that's probably why. That's probably yeah. I could see that. So, um, looking at this game, I'm definitely I I wouldn't be surprised to see Miami win this one, but um, Buffalo. Uh, is is a is a whole another caliber, a whole another tier of team this year. So, in the end, Buffalo is the better team, but Miami, I think, is going to win that one. Uh, guys, any input? Yeah, I'd expect to see a lot of Matt Barkley this game and not much mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Yep, yep. Yeah, you're, you're focused on the bigger picture now, and they've got the division clinched. Yeah. Um, but I guess it goes into their rest versus rust. I bet. Do they want to get? Allen some playing time. They haven't made announcements on that yet, so I guess that's something we'll have to watch over the next few days. But I think it's gonna. I mean, there, there's playoff implications for Miami. Buffalo's they're solid. I'm not worried about. Um, yeah. So next, next game to jump to is Pittsburgh versus Cleveland. Uh, Pittsburgh's already locked in. I think they they got their playoff spot locked in last week. Yeah. With the win with, uh, and the Browns loss. Lost, but the, if they win this one, I think this gives them a shot at the wild card again. But they, I think they have to win this week. So they have to win. Situation there. I think Steelers yeah. are going to sit everybody. So Cleveland's probably going to win pretty easily. Um, but there's a chance we could get Cleveland Pittsburgh again next week when playoffs start. That'd be fantastic. I would love to. I'd love to see that happen. Just because I think I think Pittsburgh are the biggest frauds in the league. Uh, yeah, the Browns see. lucked out that the Steelers came back and beat the Colts. Because if the Colts had won that game then, you know, this would have been a must-win, and the Steelers would have been playing everybody because that yeah. this would have been for the division. Yeah. Um, so the Steelers get to kind of relax in this one, and the Browns have to <laughs> have to win. So uh, Browns have to win to get ahead of the Ravens, and who else is that? The, then there's Indiana at 10-5. and five, There's Miami at 10-5. and five. Literally the entire AFC is 10-5. Yeah, the odd team out on this is going to be the Colts because the Colts – uh, don't have a tiebreaker over the Titans. They don't have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins, and they don't have the tiebreaker over the Browns. Right. So they so need or the Ravens. So they, they need, need one of those teams to lose. They need some teams to lose ahead of them to to get in. Uh, Titans. They have the tiebreaker, but they obviously I, they still can't afford a loss here. Yeah, they uh, have to. They have the to come Texans. out and beat the Texans. And JJ Watt was pissed. I don't know if you saw that con- that that conference that video. They've been in Houston all these years and they've sucked. Yeah, well, they've had good, decent years, but it's just they they haven't been able to 
they haven't closed it. I'm going to watch y'all take a shot this week. Oh, sorry. Tex-Mex is saying, I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching y'all take a shot this week because we all picked the Cowboys. He's thinking. So I'm guessing Rodgers, Ro- who's lost like every bet ever, is going to bet the Giants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Roger. Roger every, uh, every week, Roger, you're sending his shot bet videos. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we need, we need, we need, uh, we need some good takes here. All right. That's right than me. Um, yeah. <laughs> Roger, dude. Love it. All right. So, um, let's see. What else do we got for playoff implications on this? We got, uh, Packers, Packers versus Bears. Bears. Are the Bears, Bears are, are the Bears con- in contention? Yeah. They're in control of their own destiny. Eight and seven. Okay. Who are they trying to stay ahead of? Oh, dude. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals Cliffy. at eight and seven as well. Who's a, who's Cliff. Cardinals playing? Cardinals and Rams. There's something with all three of those teams going on. Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah, and the the Rams. Well, are Chicago's without playing golf. Green Bay. So Aaron Rodgers is probably gonna shove it up Chicago. I forgot you're a Bears fan, Jillian. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers is probably going to shove it up Chicago. I'm, well, but Aaron Rodgers has a spot. Like there's the there's the there's these people on the bubble of making it in to to the uh, to the playoffs that are all facing a, are like three of these games. Buffalo's already in. Pittsburgh's already in. Uh, the freaking uh, Green Bay's already in. Like. There's teams that are all on the bubble that are, are facing against teams that don't need the win out of this at all. But Green Bay still has to play for that number one bye week. Yeah. And so they're still going to come out and play and for the win. Yeah, but like, uh, like let's say they're down by, by 15 or 14 at the half for some reason. Let, let's say. No, halftime they're not pulling Rodgers yet. I, yeah, I, they, yeah, they got to get that one. There's like, there's a lot of different scenarios for that one seed. Like the Seahawks can still get the one seed. Yeah. The Saints can still get it. The Packers can still get it. And this year, in like the most out of all years, that one seed is important because there's only one bye week. So yep. you want to be that team that gets the rest. So what's more important right now? Yeah, trying I, to get that. I, I don't, I don't see the Bears pulling this one off. I'm sorry. If the Cardinals lose, then the Bears get in. So that's all that really needs to happen for them. But the Cardinals are playing a Jared Goffless Rams. Yeah, that's true. This is going to be an which might actually for, help the Rams. I don't this? know. <laughs> what, time are, what, time, what time are these games? Hold on. Three. Oh, okay, so we're going to find out early. We're going to find out really early as to like, uh, well, so Arizona and, and Rams. So that's that's a big game. Uh, where is the other one? Where's the Bears and okay, they're both playing at three twenty five. So we're gonna find out who locks yeah. up we're gonna find out who locks up the NFC and uh if the Bears or Arizona makes it in that last wild card spot. Okay. It's gonna be a fun I'm, i I can't wait for Sunday, dude. I'm literally gonna be watching football all day. I love it. Okay. So uh last part, Cardinals Rams. We talked a little bit about uh, you know Rams with a backup quarterback. Jared Goff is out with broken thumb. Did you did y'all watch that? Look gross. His he whole- should have his whole, yeah, but his whole thumb like hit the back of his forearm. It was nasty. Um, and then obviously we talked about football team and Eagles. This is gonna be the last game at seven twenty on Sunday. And uh, basically, I'm still predicting Dallas to win by by a touchdown or ten points, and then Washington to come around and turn it around and beat beat the Eagles at like nine or ten p.m. Um, all right, so that's gonna be it for for the preview of next week. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move ahead into the uh, college football playoffs. 
uh, we have two games. One of them is going to be our shot bet. And uh, we're going to talk about our non-shot bet first, which is going to be uh, Alabama versus Notre Dame. Um, this should be a, 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 a blowout of all blowouts. I, I think this is going to be like a 40-point win in Alabama's favor. Uh, not really. I think, realistically, let's say... Oh, dang. 40. I say 25. I could see him beating by 25. Not 40. 40 is a bit big of a chunk, yeah. but like... 25 could, sounds better. <laughs> I could see it being like 40 to 15. Something like that. Yeah. Like, that'd be that'd be a realistic scoreline here. I think Notre Dame was undeserving of that fourth slot. Um, I don't think that they're, they're, they're a top four team, but it, 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 it outside of realistically, okay, uh, I'll, I'll bite a little bit here, even though I can't stay at OSU realistically outside of OSU, Alabama and Clemson, it's a complete toss up and doesn't really matter who else, who else gets that fourth spot. So, uh, Alabama got lucky with the one seed and they're facing against the random person that, that ended up making their way into the playoffs. Notre Dame is a good team at 10 and one, but they're not on the same caliber caliber or tier as the, these top three. Um, Dustin, what, what, what's your take on this game? How are you feeling? What do you, what do you predict the score line to be roughly? Uh, what do you think, man? Yeah, it'd be an Alabama blowout. Mm-hmm. That's about all I got. By how much? What do you think? Blowout. That's it. <laughs> the, blowout. Blowout. Okay. Blowout. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I love the, the, um, the is this the is which uh is this the Rose Bowl game? Uh, yeah, the Rose Bowl game yes. in Dallas. Yes, it in is. In Dallas, as I was going to point out, the Rose Bowl game in at AT and T Stadium. <laughs> That's the coolest thing about this game. Uh, Roger, in my opinion, A and M did no. deserve to be in the playoffs. Never, yeah. they never deserve anything. Now, Brooks doesn't like A and M because they were once a Big Twelve team. Oh, they already got their shot at Alabama and they lost. Anyways, we 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 went over that. Me and him argued for about a good like five minutes on the last stream. Our last podcast. Uh, we just need to make it eight teams. And yeah, then... no, and A and M just needs to go undefeated to to prove that they're they're anything anything at all. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. that's a, that's the only possible way that you know. I mean, who gets in at ten and one? You know, not A and M. Don't but, get blown out by. But uh, Notre Alabama. Dame, Notre right. Dame deserved it at that last spot. Uh, anyways, no, they they A and M deserved it over Notre Dame and OSU arguably, but like I get that they're the third best team in the nation, but they only played six games. But anyways, that's just A&M my take. played like eight games, or nine games. What is this? No, I, I can't stand. I I can't stand mediocrity making it in either way. It it, it realistically, even though it's a, a, a argumentative topic. It's those top three, and then the rest of the rest of the NCAA. The rest of the NCAA doesn't really matter, and this is going to be a joke game. This is a watch game. It does yeah. not matter who they were going to play. It does not matter who put up who they put up against Alabama, the Alabama, or even Clemson if they got the number one seed, or OSU if they got the number one seed would have smoked whoever was in this four spot. Yeah, whatever four seed it was, it's all mediocre yeah. in the end. All be and all. So they got an easy. They they got a bye week into the into the championship game. Um, all right, Let's so. Since Jillian has a question about it, what is this? Does Clemson not have their OC on Saturday matter? No. I uh, against uh, OSU, yeah, that will. Uh, I think that's going to matter a little bit, but they still have the better quarterback, and uh, I think, I think, I think it's going to. Right now, the the odds makers are putting it at OSU with the advantage, but by like a hair. It's like. Uh, 
the 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 Vegas bet has what seven and a half, but uh, Clemson Clemson's the favorite, it, it, right? But the the predictor, the the whatever thing, the predictor. Eh. You, you got to give it some merit. Uh, they're 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 predicting as far as ESPN goes, a very very even game. Um, but uh, so I guess we'll move on. This is we're going to talk a little bit about our shot shot bet game for this week. That is Clemson versus Ohio State, number two versus number three. Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite to win this game. Uh, both squads are healthy. Both squads are looking good. I think this is going to be probably my favorite game to watch uh, in this in this uh, college football playoffs, even more so than Alabama versus whoever wins out of this, I think. I think this is a, a lot more uh, implications to this because, one, we find out what OSU is really made of. Uh, we, they, they have a weak conference, in my opinion. And they went six and zero, which is great, but they only played six games, so we get to see what they did or what they're what they're really made of, I guess, against uh, what is probably, in my opinion, the best team in the nation. Um, I think Clemson is a better all around team than than Alabama, but that's just that's just me. Um, so shot bet game, Clemson Ohio State. Uh, Brooks, what do you think about this one going into it? I'm going Clemson. I'm going blowout. You're going blowout Clemson. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, Ohio State struggled versus Northwestern. Northwestern, right? The Big Ten Championship. We- Clemson's good. Clemson's gonna. Clemson's mm-hmm. played more games. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence's, uh, you know, the number one pick coming out. Yeah. Um, they'll future they'll Jaguar. Handle, I think they handle Ohio State with these. I don't think the offensive coordinator matters. They, when you've got guys who have been on this team for this many years, you got a quarterback who's been in the system for yeah. three years who understands it. You got a really good running back, and uh, I mean Dabo is a pretty good head coach, so mm-hmm. I I expect them to handle Ohio State and cover that seven and a half. So yep. give me Clemson. All right, solid bet. Um, you said blowout, huh? I mean, give me like three what, score. Three score? You expect them to beat them by 21 points? Three scores can be 17. <laughs> okay. Or nine points, I guess. Yeah. Nine, nine point blowout. All right, Dustin. Uh, uh, what, do you, what, do you got, what do you got for this one, man? Nah, Brooks nailed it. I mean, hmm. yeah. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence in another yeah. big game that he's already been in multiple times. And Dabo's he's going to find some, I guess, well, one, he's already been talking crap about Ohio state, but yeah, he'll get the boys ready and they'll take care of business. I'm going Clemson. I, I have to, I have to pick Clemson as well. I, I don't know about blowout. I think Ohio state is a solid team. I don't like how they got into this game. I will say that a thousand times over. I don't like how they got into this game. I do think, unfortunately, I'm, I, I will say, I'm sorry, Jillian. I do think big tens week. I do think ACC's week. I think the top two, Divisions in the uh, in the NCAA are SEC, then Big 12, as far as competition, in my opinion. Uh, I still think that. I know. but The Big 12's good? I, I still think, in my opinion. <laughs> the Big 12 good. lost like three games of the Sun Belt this year. Yeah, it's just, the Big 12 That's good. just how I feel. Uh, I, th- I think Pac-12 is probably like in the mix there with the ACC and Big 10. But like that's just how I feel in between them, uh, as far as uh, difficulty of program. But that's just me. Um, anyways, I, I, I'm i picking Clemson on this one. I think it's a little bit closer. I don't think blowout. I think maybe like a 10-point win 
would be would be uh, 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 understandable. Uh, Ohio State's fresh and they haven't played any games this year, so they don't have to worry about any injuries. So uh, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than people think. But uh, Clemson, this should be relatively easy. I think Clemson will be up by like twenty points or something like that, and then Ohio State will come back and score one at the end or something uh, to to have like a ten to ten to fifteen point victory. Um, okay, so I think. All three of us. All three of us picked the same teams for both games this week. Yep. Good lord, that's weird. That never happens. We have a first, guys. Big Ten this year was pretty trash. I agree. Yeah, it's nothing. Again, it's just it's a COVID year, and there was nobody really to compete with Ohio State, and they struggled like like Brooks was just saying with Northwestern. They should have just sat out like they all wanted to. They didn't even want to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. It's it, again. It's not, it's nothing against the big big, big ten. Uh, it's just they sounds they, like it is, Arlie. It is a little bit. It's a little bit. <laughs> sounds uh, like just, you really hate the Big Ten, Jill. He no, hates the Big Ten. I hate the. I hate. <laughs> I hate how easily they give Ohio State a top. Like you know what I feel like. Okay. Okay. Here, 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 I really here. wish you had taken okay. Ohio State. Here, here's this, hilarious. Here's the, here's here's my here's my take. Here's my take. Here's my take. Ohio State. Is the Longhorns of the Big Ten? No. Yeah. No. 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 Not not talent wise, <laughs> but with favoritism. With favoritism. No. Because anytime Oklahoma any, is the same. What is? Yeah. What is? Yeah. UT's preseason ranking every single season. They're in the top. Yeah, 15. but Ohio with State Michigan. actually wins, and yeah. Texas goes like but, seven and five every year. But Ohio the, State hasn't gone seven and five, and like. 20 years uh, they, uh, they actually win and UT. have won a national championship in the they last won a national championship but, that, but that's what i'm but they still have that favoritism from from the media yeah, from voting because they deserve but it then, but then why uh, that's a week texas know. doesn't go undefeated i don't know I well i'll say it goes like undefeated every year in a weeker you can't be overrated when you win every game in a weaker conference i don't know that's just i feel like i feel but you're calling the Big 12 a strong conference when Oklahoma makes it it's to the college football conference. playoff. They get destroyed every time. Destroyed. Yeah. Like Ohio right. State's actually put up, you know, games, and they almost beat Clemson last year. They were a, <laughs> probably a bad call away from beating Clemson last year. All right. I just feel like that. I feel like they're, they're media favorites. I feel like UT gets an undeserved undeserved ranking every single year. They do get an undeserved ranking, but then they go 8-4 and four or 7-5. and five. They yeah. get like the – that that's different when you get a ranking and then you don't live up to it. Ohio State gets number two, three, four, five, and then they end up number yeah. two, three, four, five. They're, they're, that's just uh, it's just media favoritism. Uh, they're a great roster. They're a great team. They're a great program. But it's just I I think that they win just... every game, but they get overrated because they win every game. <laughs> I think this year, whatever. All right. So uh, I'd argue Big Ten is better than Big Twelve in basketball this year. Yes, probably right. Top to bottom. Top to think? bottom. Top to yeah. bottom. Okay, I they guess have bottom. like forty teams in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Nine teams in the top twenty-five. Is it nine teams? Yeah, That's good. they have a lot of. They have a lot of really good teams. Up. Okay, uh, this is not a bad take. Hold on, I'm gonna pull this up and see. It's 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 rankings. a common take in the basketball world. Is it? Yeah. Got Ohio State, Rutgers, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa. Okay, I'll give you top to bottom. I'll give you top Maryland. to bottom. All right, Jillian, trying to Purdue. You, you needed to flex on the Big Ten somehow, somewhere, didn't you? Indiana. <laughs> All 
All right. Arnold really hates the Big Ten. We get it. I do. I hate. I no no no. I don't. I don't hate the Big Ten as much as I hate the Pac-12. Well, I, I I will say that. <laughs> Can't stand the Pac-12. That is my biggest pet peeve, honestly. I, I, Shout I, out I, to Arlie's I, sister. I joke around a little bit. I, I joke around a little bit with OSU. <laughs> I joke around a little bit about OSU. I do. I, I know. I know. I know. I kind of play around with them. They're a great program, and then honestly, yeah, they're the third best team in the nation. But like, I honestly can't stand the Pac-12. Uh, that that one, I, I will ride until the day I die. Like, I really can't stand them. I think that I think... lions don't concern themselves with sheep. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks for the. Uh... Thanks for the Game of Thrones there. All right. Welcome. So, uh, shot bet, shot bet reviews. We're we're gonna talk a second about that. Uh, oh no, wait, no, we got NBA to to look into. Sorry. Um, so, we're gonna move on. NBA first impressions. We got the first uh, week of NBA games really done. Uh, y'all y'all's favorite player on the planet in the uh, for Atlanta is averaging forty something points a game. Forty three. Whatever. Yeah, it's like <laughs> trash teams, yeah. Bulls. Uh. Man, so anyway, I mean, he, he he's gonna score a lot. It's the yeah. NBA now. The NBA is blown out of proportion because everybody can <laughs> score forty points a game. It's just funny. Like they were putting up the stat. They were like, I think they were interviewing him on ESPN earlier today, and I'm like, why, dude? It, 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 nobody gives a shit. You're, played like the Bulls, the Hornets, and like some other Magic or some other crap team. Guys. Orlando Magic are undefeated. What well, Wizards? Oh, Wizards. They played like the Wizards. Rockets are zero two. Are they? No way. Well, if you keep up with your team, are they? I'm not. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. I sold my team. Well, the start of the NBA season has been an odd one, to say yeah. the least. There has been there's been probably more blowouts than I can ever remember in like mm-hmm. the first week. Like the freaking Clippers got were down by fifty at halftime. Um yeah. last Last night the Suns just destroyed the Pelicans. Um, the Bucks destroyed the Heat. It's just like kind of ridiculous how many, and they're not like twenty point blowouts. These are like forty point oh, blowouts. Look at yeah. this. The the Bucks are, are losing to the Heat right now. Last minute, down by ten. It's crazy. They got uh, the Bucks got beat by the Knicks by like thirty points. What the, the Raptors are zero three. That's kind of a shock. That's a little the Tampa weird. Bay Raptors. The Tampa Bay Raptors. Tampa Bay Raptors. <laughs> oh man! No, I NBA season a little bit weird start. Uh, I've watched a little bit of it. I haven't been kind of obsessed with it as as in years past. In the start, I'm happy to have it back. I think it's a it's 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 a, always exciting. Um, I don't I don't really have a huge take on the NBA so far. It's been it's been a weird season. Warriors are two and two somehow. Bad, bad teams that they yeah, beat. Yeah, zero and four Pistons that they beat here, and the Bulls, <laughs> who I don't think have won a game either. Oh, my Seventy Sixers on 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 my roster three and one, but they beat they beat Toronto, which is also on my roster. Damn it! Yeah, I've got all of our. So the the other thing, kind of. Ooh, okay. Re- hey. re- look at our teams that we picked uh, here. So so um, far, currently, yeah. oh, wait, wait, uh, wait. my. My teams have 11 wins, Dustin's at 9 wins, and Arley has 6 wins on the season. Arley. I told y'all, I am am bad at, so I can do NFL. I'm very, I I feel honestly pretty confident in NFL. I feel okay in in college football. 
and I feel okay in college basketball. I am horrible at predicting trends or predicting uh, like NBA stuff. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm horrible at it. I'll give my. Yeah, you've got two opinion. teams with offers. You got um, the Raptors who have yeah. not won a game, and you got the Wizards who have not won a game. So that's oh, man. that's hurting you. Yeah. And then we'll you know the Lakers are off to a slow start. It's only uh, two. I mean, they look good. They're still kind of figuring it out, and they don't. They just it's, came it's, off it's, a long playoff run, so they're kind of whatever. It's the first the game in, and they're one game behind the lead. Like uh, it's fine. The, the the Clippers are in the lead at three and one. Like it's it's I, I don't Oh yeah, I'm not saying that they're um, they're yeah. just um, uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird start to the season, especially because nobody like it just ended for so many of these people. The bubble was exhausting, COVID is exhausting, travel is kind of weird and tiring, testing is kind of weird and tiring. Like there's been no real break for for any of these top teams, any of these top players. So like the start of the season is just kind of like, it could be a gamble as to like, who's going to win every single game. I don't know. Uh, Dustin, uh, how do you feel about the NBA so far? I mean, a little quiet on this take. No, Brooks nailed it. I mean, it's very hit or miss. There's not been like a ton of competitive games. It's been a lot of blowouts. Yeah. I think it's kind of like you said, teams are still, shortened off season figuring out some stuff and so they're taking it slow getting into things yeah but also i mean you've kind of seen this trend over the last few years with the more heavy three-point shooting is that you get out by 30 early and then the other team kind of shuts it down and so you've seen more of these blowouts coming um and it's just kind of continuing who else is doing good phoenix is doing good that was that was kind of early prediction. They they have a plus ten point differential. Yeah, my Actually, sons have, right there. They they're the they have the best differential in the league. Oh no, Lakers. Lakers are, are, are eleven point, but still, Suns are Suns are looking strong. I still I still stick by that early prediction or that early uh that that early take on them where they're, they're gonna they're gonna get that three four seed. I feel like. Yeah, um, I've got. I got two of my teams at three and one with the Clippers and the Suns. The problem is all my teams keep playing each other. It's like the Suns versus the Mavs, the Mavs versus the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I just like, had the, the chill uh, out, guys. Chill out. <laughs> I think I just had the Sixers uh, against uh, the Raptors just now. I was yeah. like, ah, oh, well, all right, whatever. And then Philly, I got Philly the Jazz. Won. I'm thinking the Jazz are going to be the weak link in my teams. Yeah, um, they've kind of they're two and two, but they. Played some bad teams and they've lost to some bad teams, but uh, it's early. Um, it's early, and everybody literally just got done. Like everybody, just not everybody. Some teams haven't played in a long time. Well, like you're like the Hawks out here. I'm playing forever. <laughs> Look at all the teams that are doing really well. <laughs> like some of the teams that are doing really well are teams that haven't played in a long time. Like the Cavs were three and zero for a second. Magic Pacers. Oladipo's back. Uh, How's Oladipo looking? He he's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Uh, like he's he's got such a, like a happy vibe to him, kind of like Luca does. Like it, it just looks like he's just having fun playing NBA basketball. Yeah, he's. They're saying that he's like looking closer and closer to his old self. But. Is he? Um, it's yeah, but it's a strange start to the NBA season. It'll be interesting once things kind of pick up here. Yeah. Um, cool. After so, a little, a little bit of play. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's early. We'll have some more takes for you guys going into going further into uh, into the uh, NBA season and as trends kind of start to form and we start seeing how these teams are starting to look after they kind of get back into their rhythm. I know uh, uh, Lakers got some old bones they got to kind of shake off before uh, they go try and jump back into another playoff run. I think that all three of us still have Lakers as, as a heavy favorite to, to win this yeah. this uh, mm-hmm. the championship. This Nothing year. changes about that. They look yeah. really good still. Um, so um, I think that's going to be it this week uh, as far as the show goes. Um, the shot bets, again, I think we, we, we swept both sides. I think all three of us ended up picking uh, Clemson to, to rock Ohio State and the Cowboys. Uh, I'm pretty confident on the Cowboys winning this game. By 10 to 15 points, Dustin took him about two hours to answer that question. He he went for a walk. He talked to his he talked to the to 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 the Buddha for a little bit. Then when when and prayed and and he came to the Cowboys eventually. Uh, Brooks ended up picking Cowboys as well. Uh, yeah, and then uh, so we got sweeps on both on both shot bets. So um, we will be posting videos for both or uh, posting uh, Twitter polls and. Um, Instagram polls for both, so make sure you get out and get your vote in. And if you end up uh, end up on the wrong side of it, send us your shot bet videos. Uh, send so. us those videos, Roger. Once you lose this week, <laughs> whoever he picks, you know what? That might be that might be a, a, a separate take we need to have, which is what was Roger's pick, and uh, if we need if we need to do a last second swap. He's 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 on a bit of a, a, a cold streak. Um, all right. So, final shots, guys. Um, this is gonna be the last shot of the night, and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna close out the episode. Um, Dustin, you got your final shot ready? Yep. What do you got for us this week, man? Kind of hinted at it earlier about Tech football. Mm-hmm. It is the 11th year anniversary of Tech administration letting mm-hmm. go of the best football coach we've ever had when they didn't have to and oh, shouldn't yeah. have done. And the program has never recovered. It's gone through multiple coaches and coordinators and has mm. never gotten even close to where, where Leach left us. And it's hard to recover from. Some of the fan base won't let it go and let move on. But it just sucks that it was a move that didn't have to be made. And, yeah, yeah we're 11 years past that. Oof. And when I hear how, where I was when I found out this news. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So... This was the first year, uh, the first Christmas after my mom had passed. So my dad took us to Disney World. Okay. <laughs> the world's most happiest place. And we were in line to get in to go see Lion King. <sighs> my dad looks at me with a shocked face. Like, what is it, Dad? And he's like, we just fired Mike Leach. <laughs> and then we had to go watch Lion King. And I'm like, the whole time, I'm like, what the hell? We just fired Mike Leach. <laughs> Ruin Lion King for me because I was just like, oh, we just fired the greatest coach we're ever gonna have. Yeah, oh. ever gonna have and never y'all recovered. It. Y'all, y'all went there to 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 go to the happiest place on earth, and they got some of the worst news. Uh, Rocks, bro. Ugh. That's that's a hard one. All right, uh, Brooks, oh. final shot for you this week. What do you got? What do you got for us, man? Uh, it's just uh, the birthday for LeBron James, so okay. want to wish the King a very happy birthday. There's that tweet that's kind of going around that's like, you know, mention something that you've uh, of somebody slightly more famous than you. Well, I have fist bumped LeBron James, and Ooh. so 
Hey, I have a good LeBron shout stat. out. Ooh, yeah, let's let's hear it. LeBron James becomes the first NBA player to ever score ten plus points in a thousand straight regular season games. That a lot of games. That's a lot of games. <laughs> that's a lot of games. Nice. That's a good and one. that's that's just regular season. He's done it in almost every playoff game since that Mavs game, uh, that Mavs Finals game. But yeah, happy birthday, LeBron! Thirty six years old and still killing it. So that's awesome. Um, I guess kind of kind of poking around here. I really didn't have anything in mind, but the, one of these titles did come up, and I like it. Uh, final shot is let's hope, and this is going to be a soccer one. So I'm sorry, guys. Let's hope, uh, we get Messi to the U S I think he's one of the greatest players of our entire generation. There's actual talks of him leaving Barcelona and coming to the United States to play in the uh, MLS. Uh, I think that'd be phenomenal for, for the MLS. I think he's again, one of the greatest players to ever play the game of soccer. And, uh, I would love to see him over here. Uh, don't be too surprised if it happens because, Literally every, almost every legend of soccer before they retire usually plays for the U.S. since it's kind of an easier league yeah. in general. And so they all come over here. So it was phenomenal. Like uh, I got to see uh, live, I got to see uh, David Beckham whenever he first came to the LA Galaxy. And I got to watch him play in his first season there whenever they were playing the Houston Dynamo. And the entire ch- the stadium was chanting and screaming at him, who the f- is David Beckham? Over and over and over again, and just like in unison the entire. Se- it's so much fun. I love soccer games in person. Um, so what team uh, is there? A team that he's rumored to, or is it like? Just uh, there's no, there's no talk yet. So like, normally what ends up happening is like he he's kind of at the end of his uh, at the end of his contract with Barcelona. And so, introducing uh, virtual uh, wallet checking. Uh, stop that. Um, he's he's at the end of his contract with Barcelona, and that was that's the main deal. There was trade rumors going around that he was going to uh, kind of pop around to a um, different league. i got to think about it. It's gonna, it'll, it'll come to me later. He was going to pop into a whole different league. He's been in the Spanish league for, uh, for yeah, yeah, his yeah. entire career. and uh, But he was going to pop into a different league. I think uh, not EPL, maybe Italy. Either way. Um, but there is talk about uh, him moving to the MLS because – uh, that's the only way that he will probably, because he's on the late, later end of his career, that's the only way that he's going to get paid anywhere near the same amount of money that he has been for the past 10 years. Because you want to talk about how big U.S. endorsements are going to be from Nike or Adidas or whoever picks him up or whatever team he's playing on and, and what how fat his contract is. It's, it's, it's the move for any top-tier player to move to the U S as soon as they're on the later end of their career. So I'm excited to see Messi in the U S I think it's going to be a lot of positive attention for the U S soccer game. And I think it's going to increase the caliber of the U S players seeing that kind of a talent make their way over here. Uh, I I'm, I'm very hopeful of that. I hope that that ends up happening and that, that's, That'd that's cool. going to be my final shot here. Um, all right guys. So that's going to be the episode for this week. Uh, thank you for everybody that hung out. Jillian, uh, Roger, um, who's, who's Grizzly Bird 94? Do y'all know who that one is? I'm not sure off the top of my head. Sorry. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Uh, everybody's come out, all of our, all of our, 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 our loyal, faithful, uh, friends and family and fans that have been listening. Um, next week, next week's episode, I think, uh, over the weekend, I think we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and pick our, our, our first giveaway. I think we have a couple of, 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 of uh, lock-ins. With Jillian and with Roger, y'all are gonna definitely get a shirt. But I think next week we'll we'll pick our first random 
uh, either either if you submit a, a a five star review for us and you write a review and you screenshot that and send that to us or tweet it to us, uh, if you end up placing a shot bet and losing and sending us a video and uh, we end up really liking it, I think we're gonna try and pick the the top one of those. So. Uh, I think I think next week will be our first one. We'll 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 discuss amongst ourselves how we're gonna do that, but uh, be on the lookout for that next week. We'll pick our first one. Uh, final shot from Jillian. She says Hoosiers going to destroy Old Miss. I, I I take that pick. I take Hoosiers over Old Miss. Old Miss. I don't know why I said old. That feels that, that felt weird. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, why y'all? Taking... Okay. Whoa, Random... whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, hold on. Why are you taking the Big Ten? Hmm? Oh, you hated the Big Ten. I thought. They yeah. Whoa. They're so overrated. I'm, I'm picking this one team over the other one team. I didn't say Big Ten is going to be. Is They're in the Big Ten team. though. I thought yeah, they were. Whatever. I hate you guys. Sometimes. Well, Jillian, if the Indiana doesn't uh, win, you owe us a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Your own personal shot bet. But guys, uh, this has been a phenomenal year. I think this is uh, 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 COVID aside. Uh, for for the three of us, it's been great. Uh, Having a chance to kind of like since I moved away, uh, having this opportunity to reconnect with you guys has been phenomenal. And big thank you for for uh, for us finally putting this together uh, and finally actually doing it. I know we talked about it for years and all those talks over at Nick's and just uh, I'm looking forward to 2021 and what it brings us, what it brings the show, what it brings our, our friends and fans and family and everybody that's been following and supporting us. Uh, so thank you to all, all of you. Um, so. Make sure, if you haven't already, follow the Tailgate Talks uh, Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. All of our personal accounts, uh, DustinWimmer22 on Twitter for Dustin, Calvin B. Barrett for Brooks on Twitter, and myself as Blanca, where the L is a one. Uh, give us a follow if you have any personal takes that you didn't like or if you if you honestly really want to argue with me about the Big Ten, hit me up on Twitter. I'm, I'm not the most active like these guys, but I will reply to you and, and talk my talk my mess right back. I don't care. Uh, but um, big thank you, everybody. Big love uh, for for the the awesome, awesome, uh, awesome year so far. With the, in, in regards to the show, obviously not in regards towards all the the the, the tragedies that have been happening due to the virus. Um, but as far as the show goes, big thank you for all the success and love that we've had in these past couple months, and really looking forward to to expanding the show and bringing you guys better cal- better quality uh, every single week we put out put this out there for you. Um, anything else from you guys for for your last uh, last statement of 2020? Happy New Year! <laughs> Goodbye, guys. 2020. All right, guys, that is going to be it. We will catch you guys next week, and uh, y'all have a good night.